This is Poeta Galactico. This is Noche Galactica. Once again, Noche Galactica. We have Poeta Isa in the building. Um, in this episode, we've been waiting to cook it up just because it's, there's a lot going on in the world right now. But Poeta Isa, how you been? Tell us tell us what you've been doing lately. You know, How's this COVID-19 treating you? Hello, hello. Um, this is Poeta Isa in the building. Um, just to recap, you know, I'm, I'm over here working. Blessed to be be working from home, um, going to school, trying to finish up my last semester before transfer. So it's a lot of it's a lot of work right now. Man, it's all about elevation. Elevation. Shout out to boys that east side. You know, getting getting deep in them books. Uh, even though we are in the midst of the pandemic, priorities, man, making it happen. You know, leading by example. I appreciate that. So, uh, one of the things that one of the things that we're gonna be talking about on this podcast um it's COVID-19 right oh yeah uh, I think that that word right now is a big trigger for people just the the title COVID is danger yeah it's 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 danger man it's like a stranger danger you know like uh it's COVID-19 um definitely not a matter of laughter but I just want to we've been having conversations right about COVID-19 and how this situation brings a lot of uncertainty people are saying it's not it's it's, it's different the world's not going to be normal again but COVID-19 in the hood hits differently oh yeah for sure I think more than anything yes it's a it's a global disruptor you know it's a current state of events that's constantly evolving and because of the high density population in the areas where where we live we live in the, in the Bay Area we see so much of that affected um in our communities and especially as you noted uh in the deep east oakland i feel like it's hitting really hard yeah yeah it's hitting hard and i, I really i want to say alarming levels but i feel like people are kind of just breezing through it you know um i don't see it up in the news um i just feel like the data is there it's showing that it's it's hitting places in deep east oakland um i stay on 98 and you stay also in the deep right yeah, I stay on 90th. Yeah, so I feel like, you know, those areas are definitely hit it differently. Let me ask you a question, though. What? Why do you think those areas are hit it differently? Um, I'll, I'll just be really honest with you. I think that the coverage that we see on the news um, is, not, is not really reflective of what's happening on the ground, you know, because the numbers are showing it. The data is there to say how much the impact is sweeping these this side of, of, of Oakland specifically, anything from from the lake uh, southward is is just more and more prone to 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 disease and to all of these other things that are kind of born out of the de facto um, state, which is unfortunately having to do with the socioeconomic positions of people and. The news, I don't see news coverage around here in the tent cities. I don't see uh, newscasters coming up to people and ask, asking them, how do you feel? I see a lot of people going downtown. I saw, I see a lot of people going around the lake. They're not coming up into the deep, to, to the deep east to ask people, how are you dealing with this? Definitely, man. That, that's a great point when we talk about like um, the position, the socioeconomical position that you're in and how you know, news are coming into areas, you know, same as in my block like i really don't see people investing like i see people still going to work you know like i still see people in low-income communities like pushing it going to work trying to make ends meet but it 
in a sense, and and this is crazy, but in a sense, I feel like people in low-income communities have been navigating a bigger pandemic, which is capitalism in a sense, right? And and I feel like we don't really shine the light to that a lot because everybody's doing their own thing, but now it's really impacting people. Um, I like immediately, you know, and that we are able to see it. But something like this, a pandemic, has been hitting the hood at a different level. Yeah, I'll, I'll just uh, touch on that point. Um, I'm reminded of the idea of social Darwinism, right? That says that that mm-hmm. people are made to survive. The, the survival of the fittest, right? A lot of people take that away from just Darwinism and evolution. And you bring the social aspect, the economic aspect, and people cannot thrive because they're barely making ends meet. You don't have the you don't have the privilege of working from home. You you're working in a service job. Your job is based on the influx of other people, like working in a restaurant or working in, in a hotel or whatnot. And you still need to go to work. You still need to provide for yourself and your family. You can't just sit on your can't just sit on your ass and wait for the government to come give you money especially if you don't have you know a social security number and you can't ask for financial assistance through government agencies it's it's really alarming and i'll just say that you know a lot of people are really put off by asking for general assistance um overall because now there's this fear of if i ask for this i might get deported or i might be in in the government's eyesight and i will be if i wanted to move towards residency or permanency i'm speaking in my in my case uh previously um i know i had wanted to ask for like food stamps before i started working and now i'm really happy that i didn't take it because i'm one of those people that is fearful that if the government considers me uh a person who is now working but at some point i would have asked for government assistance if they would have considered me a burden to the state they would have they might not grant me residency because of that and 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 Thank you for sharing that, man. I just feel that when we talk about COVID-19, yes, it's a pandemic. Yes, it's killing people. But under that, it's kind of like that rug that you have at your house and you just put all the trash under it and it looks clean around it. But that rug is is bad. Like there's a lot of issues under COVID-19 that are coming up to the surface, right? like the undocumented status of people and how they are navigating is still in the shadows right the different oppression forms of oppressions that are happening at in communities low-income communities mental health i'm talking about um abuse at home i'm last night i was just thinking about how many families are stuck at home where there's like an abusive relationship happen like every two out of six people like are suffering that you know and it's just an alarming um, numbers, and but we're focused on COVID nineteen, how that's spreading now. We gotta really see the bigger vision, man. Like there's shit that has been spreading now for years and centuries, and we have never cared about. All of a sudden, COVID nineteen comes out, and it's impacting people who we already know who have the privilege, right? Now it becomes a bigger issue. Oh yeah, most well, definitely. Um, you know, you use the use the metaphor of sweeping the things under the rug right um as a makeup artist previous makeup artist i'll just say it's like you have this this veil you have this 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 foundation covering your face maybe underneath you don't see all the problems that's underneath in the skin you know you there's things that are starting to to pop up 
you might have a little little pimple here and there you want to hide it with makeup but people like you say like they have they have these issues going on at home we work as educators and we see all of this coming up with our kids and you know the the disparity that occurs uh, with kids who are receiving educational services who are not able to feel that consistency while they're at home because for a lot of people uh, a lot of students school is their break from whatever's going on at home and you take away that consistency you take away that that face time with with teachers or whoever else that you're able to connect with and it just brings out all of these other things I'll just share for me personally being stuck at home it's 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 not a good thing. You you want to be able to interact with people. We're we're social beings, and you don't have that. You're like, what am I really? What am I really doing with myself? What's important to me? And you're asking yourself all these existential questions, and that's already like a rough place to be uh, in your own mind without having those resources to navigate. So I really definitely feel you on the mental health aspect. Um, phys- physically able. To People are not able to work. People who are already able, who are already not able to work for whatever reason, now that's being exacerbated, and your resources are are being run dry. And people have to make questionable decisions now just to make ends meet, especially in the deep. Man, the deep, the deep is deep, man. Um, I I just want to touch on one last thing, right? To give a breakdown to whoever is listening out there. Um, I know this is the first episode back for Noche Galactica after being in hiatus for a minute, but I just want to break down. Yes, there is COVID-19, right? And I want you to check yourselves um, because there is families out in the deep. And I'm talking in the deep of any city, not just Oakland, but we are in Oakland right now. Shout out to the town. There's families who, one, are undocumented, right? There's families who, two, have to go to work because the government is not giving them services, right they're not getting that stimulus check uh three there are resources out there for undocumented families and there's food banks and all those pieces they can do but a lot of times if you are undocumented and i'm saying this with with all checking my, myself right being in that mode and that bandwidth of like i need to survive you don't have the time to go tapping into those resources because you're not going to spend the time that you have trying to figure out how to navigate that so with that being said there's families out there who have it three, five times worse than yourself. So making sure that we are always sustaining our hand and giving out, man. That that's that's like where I'm at, and and I'm saying this as a human being. Like we got to make sure we see beyond ourselves. Um, I think, yeah, I, I think that's really powerful. Um, not it's not something that's just happening in Oakland. I think that any metropolis, urban center that has a, a lot of people congregating in the same place uh i'll just share you know i i live in a household with nine people including myself i have my sisters living with me and their daughters um my my son my son's father my my mom my stepdad and that's a whole lot of people right my sister one of my sisters thankfully she got back to to work uh this week working at tesla and you know being off of work for an undue amount of time having to pay your your bills and getting your car smashed two times in the same week because somebody else is having a tougher time and they got to make ends meet also like it's it's just this this continuous circle of hey better than than me right you, you don't you don't 
out of sight, out of mind. Lo, lo que los ojos no ven, el corazón no lo siente. Your eyes don't see, your heart doesn't feel, right? So I, I encourage people to, to take a drive and ask yourself, where are those people coming from or where are they going? If you can't answer those questions, really start to paint some pictures in your mind by, um, you know, doing doing some research, doing some digging, asking some questions, empathizing with people because we are not in a in a place to just be like, oh, that's their problem. That's not my problem. No, this is society's problem. This is what's happening now because of the residue of living in a, 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 a capitalist society whose, who's, how can I say this? They're their priority is not the social well-being it's just like here's the minimum amount of work that we can do to appease people um and this this is not companies don't work for the profit of people they work for the profit of themselves they want to hit their bottom line they want to get back to their investors and we can't do that people can't generate wealth if you don't have a job and you don't have a job because of all of this uncertainty now people are starting to get creative and trying to do these side hustles and, and work around the system. And that's that's something that that people who are, are often marginalized have to do. They're creative problem solvers. You have to make ends meet somehow. Are you selling food? Are you providing services at home? Are you doing something that, that's putting your risk, um, your health at risk? And a lot of people have to op- operate that way because they don't, they don't have thousands of dollars in their savings account. People already are going check to check month to month um cohabitating with large amounts of people in their homes to to save some money and when there's this global disruption you really you really have to wonder what are the priorities in your life and how are you how are you making good to help society instead of just helping yourself if you are in a position of privilege beautiful man beautiful i mean yes drop the mic walk away at the end of the day man it's about giving and if you are not thinking about the entire if you're not thinking about your neighbor or people down in the deep and you rep oakland but you live somewhere that is very privileged like check yourself you know because there's people out here who who are marginalized and also like not, not counting for they don't even know if they have the corona right but they are out here hustling like there's people still going to work that's that i, I just want to drive that in like there's people who have haven't stopped working since march 16. there's people who are grinding all day because they need to make ends meet so i want to end up on a hype note you know and i just want to ask what are some like coping strategies that you that you're using as a as a resident from east oakland that you can share out and spread some knowledge to to the folks out there for me personally I cherish I cherish my time in nature a lot. It seems like a, a luxury at this point because you know my my son I have I have a, a four year old son who is like himself has said the words I hate the coronavirus. That is so sad to me. But when I know that I can take him somewhere that's far removed from from the epicenter of these of these happenings, if I can take him on a walk, engage with him, have a conversation with him. Um, show him how to be kind and how to be thoughtful about our environment and about others. I think that's that's very grounding to me because I see this I see this moment as a learning as a learning uh, as a learning time for him, so that he can see the compassion in other people, but also be compassionate himself. Beautiful, man. Beautiful. 
Uh, for myself, I just want to echo that too, that it's time to like really reflect on, on like who you are as a human being. Um, it doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter where you stay at. Like reflect what are your values, what, what you want to hold strongly, uh, like with you and what you want to let go and, and bounce back after this with that empathy that you really want to want to thrive on. Um, so once again, I want to thank you, uh, Porta Eastside for being on Noche Galactica. Um, you know, we ride to die with the East Side, man, is a writer out here. Uh, and I just wanted to put this story out, man, because there's a lot of stories out there, but no one is really tearing the narrative of people living in DPs, you know? I hear you, and I, and I really appreciate you, Poeta Galactico, for having me here. I know that I've been venting to you a lot. I've been coming to you and just talking about some of the struggles of being inside this box that we call, uh, you know, the city, our house, our rooms, wherever we're doing uh, work or just spending our time, I think it's really important to elevate the narratives of people who are who are feeling it, uh, it with a different impact than the mainstream. Once again, thank you very much. This is Noche Galactica. I'm Poeta Galactico, Poeta Isai. See you on the other side, man. <laughs>